the Congregation of Victory Church welcome you to this lesson from the Word of God. It is our heartfelt desire to see you grow closer to the Lord and to help you become all that He has created you to be. Our prayer is that through this ministry you would come to know Him in a greater way and that these teachings from the Scriptures will equip and motivate you to fulfill His plan in your life. Now, let's join our guest speaker as we study the Word together. A, we have a treat for you today. Uh, we have Miss Erin Templeton, which is with uh, Children's Relief International, that's going to be coming up and sharing with us. So you guys remember Sean and Aaron that were part of our Victory Church family a few years ago, and they've moved off to Texas, and I'm going to be sharing with you a little bit more about Sean. But I want Erin to come up and share a little bit about her ministry and what she's involved with, with Children's Relief International. And, um, and so pay, pay, pay close attention. I printed off a handout for everyone. Uh, there is a uh, her newsletter. Everyone should have a copy of that. Now, Charlie, these that you're passing out, let me give some direction on those. The, the other handouts, the booklet that we're passing out is only one per family, okay? So one per family because we only have a few of those, and we may not even have enough to do one per family, but there should be enough handouts that everyone can get her newsletter. I made extra copies of those so you can have that, okay? So we're blessed today to have Aaron, which has been a part of our church family. Will you guys, when did you guys move away from here? Two years ago? Three years ago? Uh, 2014. We got married that summer, and then we moved to Honduras. Moved to Honduras in 2014. Has it been four years? Yeah. Holy smoke. <laughs> it seems like that was just yesterday that we were going through premarital counseling yep. with you and Sean in the office. And, wow, that was four years ago? Yeah, our so, anniversary's on Friday, actually. Anniversary's Friday? Well, yeah. congratulations. <laughs> right? You. So that counseling paid off, right? Yes. Good stuff? <laughs> so far, so good. <laughs> no, it's a lot more about you and Sean than it is me, but we're certainly thankful for you. I want Erin to share about her ministry, so please give her some your attention. Uh, you have some material there. Erin, I pulled this chair up because you guys are expecting child, right? You are how many months along? I am six months. Six months along? Yeah. Do you know, and the due date is when? October 14th. October the 14th. Do we know what it is? We don't. We're not finding out. You're not going to find out. Let it be a surprise. That's the old-fashioned way, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, okay. Why don't you have it? If you need a chair, it's there for you. If you want to walk around, you can, whatever you need. Uh, but go ahead and share with us, and then I'll come back up and talk with you more, okay? Yeah. Give her a hand, guys. Give her a good victory warm welcome. Um, thank you. So thankful to be with you today. As I put this down. Um, as we mentioned, it's been a long time since I've been back and Sean couldn't be with me today, but um, just really thankful to be here and share with you about what God has been doing in my life and the life of um, so many around the world through Children's Relief um, International. And so um, this organization, CRI we call it um, for short, is based in Rockwall, Texas, which is right out of Dallas, where Sean and I have been living for the past couple years while he attends seminary. Um, and we've been a lot of places. We moved to Honduras after we got married and um, taught there at a Christian school and then ended up in Texas because he wanted to continue doing ministry himself, um, pursuing seminary. And I taught for a time and then came across uh, CRI where I get to serve the poor um, in our world 
and um, represent them here in the States. So that's really exciting for me. Um, CRI's goal or mission is to take the light of Christ to the poorest of our time. So we work with people um, who live on less than $1.25 a day for the most part. So these are areas of deep poverty in the world. Um, And that looks very different from ministry to ministry that we have. So I'll tell you more about that in a little bit. Um, One of the important things that we focus on is um, just when you're working in poverty, you cannot approach it um, single-mindedly and just share the gospel. And so one of our goals is to approach each situation in both word and deed. So we take the light of Christ to them in those two ways. So we meet people where they are, um, meet their physical needs first, and then we also share the gospel with them as we get to know them and care for them um, as we believe Jesus would. And some of this comes out of Deuteronomy. Um, I forget the exact verse. I think it's 1511. Maybe Pastor John knows <laughs> uh, where he t- God tells the Israelites um, that the poor will always be with you, so be open-handed and give freely to your fellow Israelite. Um, so our goal is not to eradicate poverty. We believe that God is very clear throughout the scripture that the poor will always be here um, on this earth, that as we suffer here and um, experience pain and fallenness, that poverty is something that isn't going to leave. And so our goal is not to change society in the areas that we are, but simply um, to do good work for the people there and see them as individuals in need um, <clears throat> and love them. So um, I'm trying to think if we're ready for the next slide. Yes, go ahead to the next slide. (laughs) Um, Our goals, we call them our outcomes at CRI, um, fall under the acronym CARE. So CARE is our first um, one under C, and that is just expressing what I said, um, caring for people around the world in poverty and expressing the love of Christ to them in that way. So this says up there, the most urgent spiritual and physical needs in our world begin with children. We are working to care for and educate them, their families, and their communities. That's care. Um, The A stands for awaken, and that we have a goal also of awakening the Western church, um, the church in general, but especially the Western church, and to the need in our world, and that as we do that, we can continue to spread um, the gospel far and wide. And so this says, as we were awakened to the needs of the poor, so our goal is to awaken God's people to compassion and generosity by sharing our experience. From that, then we want to raise up new leaders. So we provide to those who are open to making life-directing decisions exposure to God's word combined with overseas experiences at our project sites. So kind of awaken and raise go together as we send short-term teams over to all of our locations and enable them to see and serve um, in these areas. And then they come back and we're beginning to raise up these new leaders who want to get involved and stay involved. And from that, we enable them. So we recruit, train, send, and support both international and Western missionaries, um, largely international. But when you come back from short-term teams, we have a really exciting opportunity that's called our advocacy program. So as you um, work with widows in Mozambique, and really love these women who often have AIDS or HIV, um, 
you may come back with a passion, a newfound passion for them. And so you can get plugged in and represent them here in the States on their behalf, which is really cool. Um, so I think, well, before I move on, I wanted to also point out this picture. Um, you can see most of the kids in it. This is in one of our sites in India, in Calcutta, in the slums. So we have a program there called Mud Paths which works with um, children of prostitutes often um, or those who are at risk of the sex trade. Um, and so we have a preschool and a rescue program there for them. And these kids um, are all lined up. They just received their hard-boiled egg and piece of bread they get every day um, at that home. And they are waiting to pray. So they're all really hungry, <laughs> um, but just patiently waiting for prayer um, and I, I just love their faces as they wait, and I think it's really a sweet picture of their heart um, and that Jesus created them, too. So, next slide. I think that um, one thing that we do at CRI is we try to tell stories, because I think that God expresses um, himself well through story, and life is story. Um, so I want to tell you the story of this woman. Lucia is her name. She is a widow in Mozambique. These are her three children. Um, she was forced to marry at only age 13, which is not unusual in the area. Um, a lot of times older men buy young girls whose families are unable to feed them. And then they... Um, have a wife, but they also think that they are entitled to a promiscuous lifestyle, and so they go about and and uh, sow their seed as they please, <laughs> and they go to witch doctors for a cure or to protect them, so the witch doctors give them charms, which are just little dolls, and that's supposed to protect them from AIDS, um, but, of course, we know that that's not true. And so, sure enough, this is what happened to Lucia's husband. Um, he contracted AIDS and passed away, but not before he also gave that to her and two of her three children. Um, so she is left a widow in Mozambique with three kids, two of whom have AIDS in addition to herself. And in Mozambique and many other countries like it, um, this means that she really is unable to get a job because people don't want anything to do with a widow who has AIDS. And so not only does she have three children to care for, but she has no means to do that. So unlike India, where they have the caste system and you have the untouchables, who we also work with, um, and it's very clear, like, you're down here and I'm over here and we have nothing to do with each other. It's not like that in Mozambique, but it becomes somewhat like that when you're dealing with issues like this. Um, and so we can't solve all of Lucia's problems. Um, that's not our goal either. But we did want to show love for her and help her family. Um, and so we were able to build her a home with our Green Door program. I'll tell you a little bit more about that. But this is her hut that she used to live in in Mozambique. There is the rainy season, the monsoon season. And as you can see, this hut um, there you go. Was made of just wood and mud, literally mud, um, and a thatch roof. And so, a lot of people 
sleep standing up because their houses leak so much when the rains come, um, and their houses can wash away in just a day. Um, So we built her this home, and now she has a place for her and her three children to be cared for. Um, This one doesn't have its door painted green yet, but normally we paint the doors green and call them green door homes because it represents life um, that God provides. And in this community, the green door homes that we have built have become a beacon of God's grace to the community, and they recognize them as Christians live in these homes. Um, People who know Jesus live in these homes, which is really cool. Um, So we build green door homes throughout the world. We have locations in Haiti, Mozambique, and I think uh, we might also do it in India, um, and always expanding that program. But it's really a tangible way to provide for people. Um, So that's where Lucia lives, and she is one of 180 widows that we help in that area um, and provide Bible studies and food and medical care and just encouragement to them. So that program is called Project Life as well. Um, Okay, next slide. (laughs) These are all the areas that we serve throughout the world, and one special thing that um, I mentioned a little bit earlier is that CRI works through national missionaries, which means that we partner with missionaries who are native to the country that they serve in. So as we're in Haiti, the Josephs are Haitian. And as we're in Nigeria, the Rolands are Nigerian. Um, So it's a really special way to share the gospel with their own people. And God has placed that on their hearts, which is really cool. Um, Because of this, because we just partner with people that God brings to us, our programs look very different from country to country. Um, We have some, like Green Door, that are throughout, and another one, Tessa Grace, which is for feeding starving babies. Um, That one is throughout a lot of the countries. But we also have pastor sponsorships, um, theological schools for pastors. We have Christian schools for kids throughout all of these areas. We have um, Project Life, which is for AIDS and the sick and dying, and just an encouragement program. We serve women and children um, with teams of women who go overseas. Um, and I'm trying to think. I'm missing a few. We have a rescue program in Calcutta, um, and so on. So there's child sponsorships. Everyone has something different that God has placed on their heart as a missionary, and we just really want to meet the poor whatever that looks like in that country. Um, Poverty is multifaceted, so sometimes it's from oppression, sometimes it's from illness, um, sometimes it's just a cycle of poverty. Oh, we also dig wells. That's the other thing we do Um, because there are a lot of women who who walk eight miles a day carrying 40-pound buckets of water, and that's their water for the day, Um, and then it makes them sick anyway, and their kids are unable to go to school because they also have to help carry water. Um, So there's just so many reasons behind poverty that we really want to help where we can, Um, but each of those missionaries has a different calling from the Lord, um, which is cool. Next slide. So my calling within CRI um, is to stay here in Texas for this season. Um, I do travel 
once I'm not pregnant, (laughs) uh, two or three times a year, most likely, leading some teams and also just going over to gather stories. My title is as child sponsorships developer and content writer and editor. Um, And in this position, I basically tell the stories of the kids in these programs that we have around the world, and I get to be their advocate here in the States. So as I represent them, um, they become sponsored, and then they can go from the untouchable cast to a junior accountant, which is one story of a kid in India that we just served. Um, And I really appreciate that God has um, given me this opportunity. So as I write their stories, I'm really um, reminded every day of what God is doing and Uh, the power that he has and the activity that he has throughout our world. Um, I also work on just editing all of the general content for the organization. So that includes recruiting and marketing materials so that we can continue to expand, continue to send short-term teams overseas, continue to find new national partners um, to work with and new countries to go into. um, And that's basically it. yeah. All right. Give Aaron a hand. Thank you, Aaron. Okay. I want you to stay there and uh, I want to chat with you a little bit here. First of all, I love, let me back up here. I love the mission of, of this organization. I love that you, you made the reference. You said you meet the need before you touch the heart and share the gospel. Guys, you realize that's a biblical model. You realize that's exactly what Jesus did when he was on his mission for three and a half years of his public ministry. Whenever he went out and about, he always met the physical need of the individual. And usually he met that first and concentrated on that. And then from that meeting that need, he was able to share the gospel with them. I love the fact that they picked up that same model in in their endeavors around the world. And just caring for folks. The second thing, I love the, the, the letter A where they're trying to awaken the Western church. Who do you think that is? That's us, right? Why do we need awakened? Because we're fat and happy, right? We're just kind of laid back and thinking about just us. And we're part of our mission as a church is that we spread the gospel and that we help meet these needs, not just at home. Obviously, it starts at home. Uh, matter of fact, I'm even of the persuasion. Uh, I think you need to start at home before you even go abroad and reach your Jerusalem, Judea and Samaria and the uttermost parts of the earth. Acts 1 8. Uh, so it starts at home. But we're, I love the mission they have about awakening the Western church, trying to get the Western church to see the needs around the world and helping to assist in meeting those needs and then raising up leaders and their mission i think is fantastic and even with recruiting so i love that mission i love that meeting meeting the physical needs so um how long have you been with uh cri i have been working with cri since october since october Mm -hmm. of this past year now you guys uh once you got married in 2014 after the wedding you guys moved to Honduras, Honduras, and you were teaching there, correct? Correct. And then from there, came back to Texas, and uh, Sean is at Dallas Theological Seminary. Yes. By the way, you guys, is, uh, is Jody in here today? Yeah, there she is. I, I miss you. Stand up, Jody. I don't know if you guys know, this is Jody's daughter-in-law. Sean is her son, so everybody say hello, Jody, and we love your family. 
Um, but I want you guys to get the connection there, uh, that they're very much tied into the Victory Church family here. And Sean is at Dallas Theological Seminary. He's been there for like a year, a full year of seminary, and now is going part-time uh, at Dallas, and he's getting his degree in... He is getting his master's in Christian leadership. Master's in Christian leadership. And then where is God going to lead you guys as he pursues that? You don't know? We don't know. (laughs) (laughs) That's usually how it is, right? When you just give yourself to the Lord uh, to be involved in in ministry. So I want you to to see this. Let me go back to this slide and uh, to the one where it talks about being able to donate to Aaron. Uh, As... All mission ministries, organizations are, they really require the one that's serving to go out and raise their support. So uh, Aaron has to do that as well. And so where are you in your percentage of support that needs to be raised? What percentage? I am at 50%. 50% right mm-hmm. now. So could you use another 50%? I could. Yeah, she could. <laughs> okay. And I have no idea what that dollar amount is, but here's what I do know. I do know that God is able to meet all of our needs according to his riches and glory. And I want to encourage you, uh, if, if God lays it on your heart, to step in and assist Erin in raising her support so she can continue in this work. Now, everyone should have received a newsletter. Now, how do they sign up to get this newsletter? Do they just go to the website? Do I have it here? Let me. Yeah, I do have it. To uh, childrensrelief.org. Do they just go there, and can they sign up for your newsletter there? Um, no. I would need your email addresses. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Here's, here's the deal. Let's do it this way. If you would like to get Aaron's email address, why don't you just email the church office? You have all that information, and we will forward you the information to get a hold of Aaron so that you can get on this list. But I want you, I want you to read. Everyone should have a copy this morning of this, uh, of this newsletter. I want, I want you to look at where it says a word from the president. I want to read this to you. It says, in the course of a year, we at Children's Relief International publish over 300 communications, ranging from lengthy articles to brief thank you notes to Facebook posts. And these, com- these communications have the goal of delivering the light of Christ to the needy children, mothers, widows, and families. Now, here's where it's talking specifically about Aaron. Aaron brings skills in writing and editing that are crucial to this work. In supporting her, you help us establish a line of compassion and care that stretches around the world. Please give with confidence that yours is a gift well given. So Aaron brings um, a lot to the table in the ministry there. Uh, They were planning on actually going on a trip before and then found out that they were with child. And so she pulled back on that and staying here to have the child and then, of course, going. So I want you to really pray about giving to Aaron's cause. Now, you can give directly through her. Uh, actually, it's even there on the handout that you have in the newsletter. You can go straight to childrensrelief.org. There's a button there. You can click on Donate. Whenever you click Donate, you, it has the missionaries there. You can click that. There'll be a drop-down list, and Aaron's name will be there. Click her, and you can actually give online. You can do a one-time gift. You can set it up as a monthly gift if you want to give that way. Also, if you just want to give through Victory Church, through how you're giving, already and just earmark any gift for Aaron. We will forward 100% of that to her and, and be sure that she gets that as well, okay? So I think this is a worthy cause, especially when they're part of our Victory Church family. And remember, once, you're, once you sign up to be part of the Victory Church family, you're, you're signed up for life. 
to be part of our Victory Church family, right? And uh, so we really have connections all, all around the world as a result of that. And so we want to partner with Aaron, Aaron and help her in her missions endeavor. But also, I think it goes a step further than just giving financially. I think there is great opportunity. Let me back up. Deb, if you can track with me, I think I have it on there as well. I want you to see all the needs that they address here. Uh, the educational needs, uh, the nutritional needs, the orphan care, the medical care, the housing, the sports ministry. I like that one, right? Would you like to go over there and play kickball and share the gospel with these folks? That would be kind of a cool ministry, right? Sports ministry, widow care, hunger care, clean water care. That one piques my interest as well of trying to provide clean water in these communities. So there's tremendous opportunity for us to be involved in this particular ministry that Aaron is a part of. Go to the next slide, Deb. Here's what I want you to see. If you go to their website... There's something called short-term teams, and I did some research on this looking for opportunities for us as a church to partner with Aaron and with CRM to be able to possibly go in all of these different areas. Now, here's what I know. God's given every single one of us a skill set, right? I'm not good on the medical team. I'll help you with logistics. I'll carry your, your duffel bag or your nurse's pouch or doctor bag or whatever. I'm not the medical guy, but I can help share the gospel. But possibly we have a lot of medical here in our church. Maybe we can put together a medical team and partner uh, with this ministry. Maybe it's the sports team. I know we have a bunch of sports guys. Maybe we can look into that as well. But there's opportunity for us to get involved in some of these short-term mission endeavors, mission trips that I think would be amazing for us to do. Now, as you go and do a little bit more research, uh, you can go for one week and go for two weeks. I mean, you never know. You go to something like this, you may realize that God is changing your whole career path and possibly leading you into missions full-time. Not always the case, but certainly it will tug at your heart whenever you're involved in something like this. So I want you to pray about the possibility of us putting together a team here to partner with CRI to possibly go abroad and do some service as well, meeting the physical need, and then looking for those opportunities of of sharing the gospel. So we're going to kind of keep this in front of you. If you feel like you want more information about this, I want you to contact the church office. We'll get you to the right contact people, and we'll uh, we'll start praying that possibly something like this comes to fruition, uh, that we could be a part of this ministry as well okay do you guys have any questions for for Aaron is there anything that or the ministry or anything that you guys may have because I'm not preaching today this is it okay I just wanted uh, I, first of all I told Aaron I said just take five minutes and share and then after I said that I felt like why are you doing just five minutes why don't you just share the whole ministry so that's what we're doing today okay uh, I preach truth truth never changes so it will wake one more week okay It'll wait one more week, all right? So any questions that you guys have about this particular ministry that you want to ask? Anyone? All right, then. While they're thinking, I just wanted to add that um, this journey of support raising for me has been just really, um, I don't know, fruitful and such a blessing, I guess, as I've really experienced how what it means to be a church family, truly, um, as I rely on the support of people. And I think that God has just really taught me a lot through that process. And I've been so thankful for all the people that I've had a chance to meet with and um, that have blessed me in return, um, both financially, but also just by being incredible believers. And um, yeah. it's really well, cool. I think I think that's part of the mission. 
of the gospel. I mean, there are those that can literally go, and then there are those that send and support and help. Uh, so it takes all of us working together uh, in sharing uh, sharing the gospel around the world. Okay, so this is this is a great organization uh, that started actually as I was reading more about this. The organization started in 1999, and the reason I know that this organization started in 1999, and so uh, it was interesting to hear or for me to read the the history of this organization and how God has blessed them. There's something else I love also. You had mentioned that uh, when they go over for their pastoral training and planning missionaries in those particular areas, that they're using the, um, the natives there, those that are native to that culture uh, and that community. Uh, I, the, for the longest time, I think we in the American culture have gone about that the wrong way. We send Americans over and try to plant churches where if we would send groups over to train those to infiltrate their own community, I think it's a great model. Yeah, and some of those missionaries, so we meet them different ways. Some of them um, have been able to come to Dallas Theological Seminary, and then we go there and recruit and meet them, and they say, yeah, I really have a passion for my country. So we just recently planted a new one in Myanmar, uh, formerly Burma, um, and he has actually, I think, three or four seminary degrees from different places. <laughs> um, so a very educated man that went back over there. Um, but And he was in the, I think it was in 1988, it was like 8888 revolution in Burma as a teenager and had to flee the country um, in the middle of the night because they came to kill him wow. and um, ended up in India, got his first degree there and then ended up in the states and we met him and so some of them are like that and then others somehow hear of us so we're just um, beginning to consider partnership with a few other locations throughout Africa in Malawi and Uganda Um, and they just heard about us somehow and reached out to us and said hey I'm doing this um, and I really could use some help and those are the people that we really, really want to help because they don't have connections in the U.S. the same as some others. Right. And so it's really important that we help them um, yeah. do what they want. Yeah. Awesome. So that's fantastic. Yes, Dan? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, from my research, it looks like they're involved in doing that. So I'm sure they have the connections on that. But we can definitely look into that also. Uh, to assist with that as well. I know other organizations I've been a part of have sent together a filtration system of five-gallon buckets and a filter system to be able to, the existing water they have, to be able to filter it somewhat uh, where they can uh, have some clean water. So, uh, so yeah, there's great opportunity. But here's what I want you to look at. I want you to look and just start praying about these different areas of ministry and different teams that uh, that have the possibility of going over to assist in these, what, three, six, nine different areas there. And just, just pray. Just ask God to speak to your heart about what he would have you to do with this opportunity. And it's just, that's what it is. It's just an opportunity for you to give or to get more involved or for us collectively as a church to uh, put together some teams and go on some of these mission trips to help meet the physical need in order that we can we can share the gospel. But first of all, Erin's already partnered with this group, and so she needs to raise her support. So I, will, I would love, by the time you leave here, for you to see 
boom, that's been met at victory. I have no idea what the dollar amount is, but I do know that victory is a giving church. So why don't you pray about what God would have you to give towards her ministry. If you want to write a check into the church or give through the church, just earmark Aaron's name on there. If you want to give directly straight through the organization, you can do that as well. Go to the website, click the donate button, click Aaron's name. You can give that way. But let's do what we can to help one of our very own, I call us uh, victoryites, okay? To help one of our victoryites get out there and spread the gospel and do what God's called us to do. So, Aaron, thank you very much for sharing with us today. And don't go anywhere yet. Thank you very much for sharing with us today. And uh, give her a hand, William. You did a great job. Thank you. Yeah, great job. That uh, raising support's a whole new element, isn't it, of ministry going out and sharing. It's very humbling, is it not? To, uh, yeah, it is to, to just depend on the support of God's people. So, uh, we want to pray over Aaron. I'm going to ask the band to come and Tyler, you can, um, get a, a song ready to dismiss us. Uh, but I want to just pray over Aaron and pray over Sean. Sean's down at, in Dallas at Theological Seminary, still going to school. Uh, so we want to pray for him. Jody, why don't you come on up? Why don't you come up here as well and, um, stand here with, with Aaron and you kind of stand in on behalf of, of Sean today. And we want to pray over you guys. Come on up here real quickly and, um, and let's pray together. Anything else you'd like to say? Okay. Any, any more questions? All right, then. If you have any questions, reach out to the church, and we'll be glad to help you in any way we can. All right? All right, let's pray together. Come over here and stand. Father, thank you so much for your love for us, and thank you for how you are still calling people into the ministry. And it takes all of us. It takes those that send. It takes those that are willing to go. And, Father, we thank you so much for Sean and for Aaron and how you've blessed their life and how they've fully devoted their life to you. Father, we pray for Erin specifically. God, she's at 50% of her support, and we know that's always a challenge and always a burden uh, to have to be raising that support. I just pray, God, you have spoken to the heart and the life of, of her Victory Church family. Help us to do all that we can. We may not be able to get the other 50%, but help us to do all that we can to be able to help her raise the support she needs so she can be full-time in this ministry and do exactly what it is that you have called her to do. Thank you for her serving heart. We give you all the honor, all the praise, all the glory for everything that you do in her life and in Sean's life and as you use them to spread the gospel. Father, I pray for our church family. I pray that through what's been shared today that, uh, that you've fingered around in our heart for the opportunity before us to get involved in missions around the world, meeting the physical needs And then looking for opportunity to love others by sharing the gospel with them. I pray, God, that you speak to our hearts as well about possibly putting together some teams to partner in this endeavor. Bless Erin and all that she does. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, thank you for joining us for this lesson from the Word of God. We know that the truth you have just heard will change your life if you believe it and intentionally apply it. If you need someone to pray with, or maybe you just want someone to talk to, please call us at 618-622-9360, or you can email us at victoryfwb at gmail.com. If you're interested in obtaining more teaching materials, or if you'd like to partner with us in this ministry, please contact us. You can email, call, or send a request to 223 Scott Troy Road, O'Fallon, Illinois, 62269. And again, we thank you and are glad you could join us.